it's 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 done as some hard yakka. It's done some hard graft. You know, after sixty nine episodes. No, because I think the first four we still had the fuckboy music. What was that? It was just like some random um, like stock music. Oh, on right, YouTube. right, right. Well, yeah, this... Which I had ironically, but I don't think people realised it was ironic. Right. Do you know what I mean? Okay. No, I didn't realise. I didn't even know that. You don't remember that? I don't even remember. I thought we always had this one. No, I did. I made it like after like episode four, mm. I think. And I was like, we can't... And then we groove and shuffled some copyright issues. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And edited my way around yeah. a few uh, <laughs> licenses. A few copyright infringements <laughs> and... Um, Air quotations. And, you know, it's been a long-serving, good intro. Done a big lift. Done some hard yakka. However, it is it is unfortunately time to say goodbye to the, the infamous. I don't even know whose music that it is that I used. I can't remember. The band? Yeah. Like, who's the actual is? song? Yeah. Um, who, who do we need to commemorate from the intro? Dan Ganane. Dan Ganane. Matty Johns. Matty Johns. Benji Marshall. Peter Siddle. <sighs> yeah. Who's the cricket commentator for the Peter Siddle? Tubbs. 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 Yep. Tough. It's it's a t- t- tough morning for us. It's hard to walk away from something. Usually I'm okay to walk away from things, but that <laughs> I'm, I'm not okay to walk away from. It's pretty... That served us well. We use that for over a year, which is crazy. And the... the yeah, baby. Yeah. Maybe that'll find us. That'll probably... <laughs> Yeah, it'll find its way back in. It'll find it'll sneak its way. It'll noodle its way back in. Do you want to give me a sample now to cut back in? Uh huh. Do you want to give me a sample right of of the yeah baby? Yeah baby. Nice. Yeah. I can cut that back in. Yeah. Hope Davey won't mind. Done. Anyway, we've got a new intro. New intro. That was our. That was just our paying some respects to the old one. Yeah. Um. So yeah. What's up, nerds? Welcome back to the Barflies Podcast, episode 70 today. Episode 70 today. Joined always by my good friend and comrade, Alexander Russell. If you're watching on YouTube, you probably just saw us listening to Slash Nipping Our Own Farts as per. Listening to our new intro by the great Davey of Bali Passable. We are extremely giddy. We pumped. I'm, I'm ecstatic. Just listening to it again um, made me forget about how cringe I was only moments ago. <laughs> um, that actually, I'm not proud of that. I don't know why that happened. Um, look, as soon as I did it, I knew what happened. <laughs> I sent myself a 10 in the bin. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know if Cody's going to leave it in or edit it out when he gets to the, the, the chopping board, to the chopping table. Yeah. He's pretty crafty when it comes to those things. You know, he might just leave it in. Yeah. We'll see what I'll but I s- hope. No, fucking hope not. I'll run my eye over it and I'll see if it's <laughs> worth leaving in or oh, if it's mate. honestly just too painful. It's for the actually like actually hurt. Like it actually hurt to say after like it was like, yeah. You guys won't believe the craftiness that is employed on this podcast when we say incredibly cringy stuff. <laughs> 
You wouldn't you even, even notice know. it because you, the editing is so set. When it comes to like covering our ass yeah. for saying something either that we shouldn't say <laughs> or that's extremely cringeworthy. Yeah. The editing goes up a level. Oh, head of tech craft. Yeah. Pop, <laughs> pop, I'm doing the puppet yeah, yeah. puppeteering right now. Yeah, it goes up a level for yeah, sure. It's the real deal, the real stuff. Uh, good to be back today. Episode 70, like I mentioned, beautiful day outside, Tuesday afternoon, mm. um, up and about today. Rugby league's back. Yep, sure is. Rugby league's back. Xander's um, not talking to his mic. Yeah, rugby league's back. Uh, ready to rock and roll rugby league season over the weekend. Not too much doing over the weekend. One of the smaller recaps. Yeah. Um, just quickly again, thank you to everyone listening. Yep. And keep keep on listening. We appreciate it. We appreciate listening. Keep liking. Keep subscribing. Keep following us because um, we definitely appreciate it. So thank you guys. And everything helps. Yeah, everything helps. Okay. To the recap. What would you do over the weekend? Anything? No. I just working, 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 trying to save some money, you know, borrowing away some cash, uh, you know, uh, just getting through the good work, going through the gears, mate, going through the gears of the uh, post-silly season environment and mm. landscape, yep. you know, getting getting things moving. I'm feeling like Ticker is returning to me. Yeah. You know, bit by bit, day by day. I'm feeling the ticker levels restore and I'm feeling more, I'm feeling a bit like entering, like I'm becoming a bit of a goer at the moment. Yeah. I've got a bit of, a bit of something about me. Yeah. I feel like I'm building, I shouldn't say I feel like that now. I feel like I'm building nicely. Building towards something. I'm building towards something. You're almost in your own personal preseason right now. Yeah, I am. I actually am. So I feel like, I feel as if the <laughs> next, next six months could be good. Mentally, in my mind, I'm preparing them to be good. So if they're not, if they're terrible, um, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, we'll see. It, it might not be good. Um, you? I, now that I'm thinking about it, actually, you know, I have an absolute scrambled egg for a brain at the moment. But I had Friday night off, which was random. Mm. Um, what did you do? Not much. We were going to go to the pub and watch the footy. We ended up just hanging out at Flora Street for a bit. Got some new additions down there. Mm. Um Vis-a-vis, shout out Turner, Ed and Jacob. Mm-hmm. Ed, like you mentioned last week, swap for Jared and Ryan, great swap. Mm. Massive upgrade for us over this side. Um, <laughs> Ed, Providing on w- X Factor that you didn't have before maybe? Um, well, s- probably since Rory. Right. It's been a bit of an induction of energy, I would say, like yeah. a bit of a, you know, lift. Mm-hmm. Um, went to the beach with Ed and, and Dylan and Charles on Friday. Um, Ed spent the first, you know, 45 minutes of me spending time with Ed since he moved to the city. He was trying to get Delo <laughs> to get Mac the knife to cover The Show Must Go On from The Greatest Showman. It's <laughs> his favourite song. Yeah, so he was trying to convince Mac the knife to cover that at their next gig. <laughs> Uh, and then we were sort of getting up and we were like, Ed, do you think like you're gonna you're gonna uh give in to the inner west and you know start dressing like mm. like you live out here and whatever? And he's like he's so adamant that he's not gonna change that no. he's gonna sew together three pairs of Hurley Phantoms. <laughs> he's such a dribbler. Which begs the question, actually, why do like long bodies not actually exist? Uh because they look bad. They look horrible, I think. That is kind of the 
the general gist of why I, I feel I feel you know across all demographics, I think everyone knows that that doesn't look good. You know, I think the world can join hands and you know all sing as one in saying that three quarter length boardies are not a look. No, I'm talking to the ankles, boardies, pant boardies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, for people like yourself that are insecure about their pins, even why more, three? <laughs> I think even three three quarter body wearers would go mm, full port, full body pants is a bit much. Yeah, well, I've been rocking a pair of three quarter bodies lately, to be honest. Have you actually? Yeah, I have. They kind of they go below my knees, like they're long. They're a long pair of bodies. No, I just don't think I just no. Bodies are so you just well, are you anti knee? I'm not anti knee. They're just an they're just an oversized fit. They're just how the bodies are made. Right. Okay. They're just like a baggy pair of bodies. I, I happen to be short, not, so they do actually go over my knees. Not for me personally. Not for you personally. And we don't see eye to eye in like everything. In everything. Mm. Most things. Mm. I'd argue almost everything, actually. Yeah. Thinking about. <laughs> you know. You wear Burks, I wear slides. Yeah. Know? And that is the bottom line. Yeah, that is the bottom line. Um How do we get here? I don't know. How we funny s- would it be seeing someone walk out of the water in a pair of pant forties? I just, yeah, it would be weird because it would be, it's, they'd be like, sh- it'd be as if you were wearing really baggy straight jeans, but they were made <laughs> yeah. of boardy material. <laughs> so dumb. It would be strange. I'd just think of Ed wearing like these and they're bright green Hurley Phantoms. <laughs> it's just sending me. Just going straight in. Um, we did one of the most Broy things we could have done though Who? after we went to the pub the other night. Who did me and the lads? Yeah, okay. We had a foot race. Did you outside the pub? Who won? EJ? I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, righto. Who who spurred this foot race on? Ed, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's coming out here firing. I think he's coming out the blocks hot. Yeah, he's coming out hot. Putting this, putting some authority, putting hot. a stamp of authority onto. Have you been to Flora Street since Ed's been there? He's cleaned it up. The place is impeccable. Yeah. He came, that was his, he came I in. I walked in the other day and I went, but I like, my, it took my breath away. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, I was like, wow. He's making an impact. All X Factor. <laughs> all X Factor. Go like, all X Factor. I've seen the place so clean. Yeah. Um, but yes, I guess not the busiest weekend or week of all time. Have Jared and Ryan bought some, some X Factor back to the beaches or? Yeah. 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 But, you know, I feel like, th- the unpredictability of Edward. He bring he bring brings a ruckus. Is he Edward? Is his name Edward? I don't know. I think so. That'd be funny if it was. Yeah. Um, but yes. But actually speaking of Ed again, only real recap I've got for you is um I saw the new the new Ant Man movie last night. Yeah. Um I'm a bit of a sucker for the Marvel films. Like I, I tell myself, oh don't don't go see it. Not worth it. But then I still go and say it. Mm. Rubbish. Ant Man was rubbish. 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 Did you like the first one? Yeah, the first. I mean, first one's okay. It was alright. Like the two, both Ant Man movies. Like you know, if you didn't watch them, it doesn't really matter that much. Yeah, I like Paul Rudd, but Ant Man is such a lame character. Well, they kind of make him kind of irrelevant. Yeah, you could make him more if you want. Yeah, in the comics, I think he is way more of a. Yeah. Anyway, this new Ant Man, honestly. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but they 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 literally you want to see the movie. You watch I can spoil you, okay. it. Spoiler, okay. spoiler warning. Spoiler alert. Okay, when Just you spoil it. okay 
when you want to watch a superhero movie, you're like, sweet, I want to just see the superhero and I want to see the villain and I want to see the action and the fighting and the story just has to be, like, good enough, you know? That's the base of pretty much any decent superhero movie. This one, they got his daughter in it, they got his wife in it, they got the granddad, they got the grandma. They can all, you know, they're all bringing some superhero element to the table. They're all, you know, I don't know, it was just crap. It's dribbly. It was super, the writing was really cheesy. It was super, super cheesy. The writing in it. been doing that? What's with that? Why I don't they know. Do that? It was awful. They, and the daughter in it, they kind of wrote, I just, I didn't go there to watch the movie about the daughter. I wanted to watch the movie about Ant. I like the Wasp. The Wasp <laughs> character's good. And they've been in the movies together and she's in it a lot. But I just thought the induction of his daughter into it was needless. And then it kind of ruined the movie because I feel like you just didn't, it was unnecessary. Sure. You know? This might be too long of a bow to draw. Stay with me here. Do you know how, like, just just on the topic of Marvel being cringy, mm. I remember in the Black Panther movie they used the like "What are those?" reference to what you know mm. that you know that meme where they like yeah, "What are yeah. those shoes?" Do you, you know how like maybe you don't, but you, for example, this is an example that comes to mind on TikTok now. Mm. Like a lot of the admins for like football clubs and stuff. Like let's use Manchester United for exa- for an example. Mm. Um, I find that the admins are very like in touch with what's going on mm. and they're very relevant with like what's popular on TikTok and they mm. find a way to align like a football bi- video of Manchester United with whatever's happening. TikTok yeah. Meme, for example. So why do Marvel seem to be so f- they're getting it wrong. The pace. They're getting it wrong. Like they're off by like three years and I get movies take a while to make, but like surely there's young people in there going, hey, this was probably going to be outdated by the time the movie comes out mm. and it's incredibly cheesy. Mm. Let's just leave this out. Yeah. I think, yeah, they have, they've just tried to change it to really fit that kind of funny. They've gone more on the kind of funniness and the light. But we don't, you don't want that. And the movie could have been like, this movie had potential to be or re- quite good, the Ant-Man movie. The villain was really good, even though he was in it for a small amount of time the kind of precursor to why he's down there, et cetera. And it's like a really – it should have been like a really big film in terms of setting things up for the future Marvel movies to come. But it was just kind of a bit boring and it was all about like the relationship with him and his daughter and their family and I'm not watching the movie for that. Could care less, mate. Yeah. Could care less. Almost, is it almost fair to say that like the best superhero movies and when I think of those, I think of, you know, the Batman trilogy – even the new Batman with Robert Pattinson, with Robert Pattinson and, you know, the, the initial Marvel movies, none of them actually used that much humour. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, no. If you, if you think about, you know, the, like, the first two Iron Mans, Captain America, yeah. Hulk, whatever, and the first Avengers movie, mm. not much humour in any of them. They started doing it, Disney did it as well with the Sp- Star Wars movies. Is it because Disney bought it? It's because Disney owned them all. That's, it makes and sense. And Disney, did you not know that? I do, but now that I'm... Because Disney bought it like halfway through, right? What? Like halfway through this whole Marvel... No, Disney always had it, I'm pretty sure. Not bef- not for the OG Iron Mans and stuff, did they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They're like 10 years old. I'm pretty I sure I thought Disney did. only bought it like late. No. Fact check. They always did. Check. Can I Google it? Yeah, Google it. But then Disney tra- did it with the Star Wars ones as well, and they started trying to make it kind of like funny. Yeah. And it just ruins it. You're ruining it. Yeah. When did Disney buy Marvel? Oh, 2009. You're yeah. right. So Iron Man 1, know. when was that? Like 2012? 2008. 
Okay. Iron Man 2 2010. Yeah, so pretty much. You're mm. back. You're right. You're correct. I just I don't know. I just think they f- they they f- they're doing too much. They bro. they are and they're just fucking it up a little bit. And I'm sorry to swear cuz I said I wouldn't do it anymore. But sometimes it's needed. Yeah, it's for emphasis. Sorry. And mom. it just, you know, it's annoying. And we were discussing uh Katie Ed and I last night that, you know, quite possibly I think that's the last Marvel movie for us. I don't think I'm going to watch another one. Well, I I think I'm not going to go to the theater. Watch and I don't, I don't want to, t- I don't want to speak on behalf of all the frequent flyers, mm. but I feel like most people have checked out of mm. Marvel at this point. Yeah, I don't know why I'm still hanging around. Like, if I had to guess, if any of my mates would go and see the new Ant Man, I would have said no. But if anyone was going to go do it, it'd be Xander and maybe Jared. Mm. That'd maybe be my guess. And no. maybe Ryan. Jared Ryan Ryan likes the Marvel movies. Jared's. He, eh, he's 50-50 on them. But Ed Ed really likes them. Okay. But, yeah, I just... Do you reckon we can get Ed to watch the podcast this week because we talked about him for the first 15 minutes? Maybe, probably. If He'll I tell instantly him click off once we move on. But, yeah. You know, He'll love hearing his name up in there. Yeah, I just... Yeah, the new Ant-Man. I wouldn't go see it. I gave it a 4 out of 10. 4 out of 10 bar flies. 4 out of 10. No good. Okay. No good. Noted. You know, I wasn't going to, but I definitely won't go see it. And it could have been so much more. And if you've seen the movie, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Love and hate this week. Mm. Xander, what do you got for me? Love. Um, Although well um, (coughs) documented. Well covered on this podcast. Well documented, sorry. Just had a bit of a hiccup scenario there. Well documented on this podcast, uh, the Astra, my car, you know, not doesn't have all the bells and whistles potentially, but you know what, what it, what it make it makes up for it in ticker and heart, because that thing goes and goes and goes. Especially recently, I've been driving all over the place. I've been driving out here. I've been driving up to, you know, Palm Beach, all over the shop. Guess guess who's there? Guess who's riding all the way? The Astra. And, it, you know, taking a bit of, not damage per se, but the window on the driver's side is jammed. So the window, if I want to put it up or down, I have to do manually with my hands. Like, like pushing, yeah, it's an absolute shit show. So I need to get that fixed. But Would it be fair to say the Astra is the one consistent thing in your life? Yeah, pretty much. This and the Astra, they go kind of hand in hand. Uh, they keep you on the straight and they narrow. They keep me on the straight and narrow. Though I think the Astra needs some TLC. Yeah, is TLC's due? Do you think the Astra could be like pimped out? Like, do you think? Do you think you could spend, like, I don't know. Say you had a week off. You had like a week retreat, and it was like go and repair the Astra. You've got a laptop and a bunch of car tools. Figure it out. Do you reckon you could pimp that shit out? I mean, I could try. Like watching how to fix a jammed window on YouTube. Yeah. Fix it, and then like. Repainted and mm. maybe even dare I say, give it a vacuum, or is that is that That's one step too far? <laughs> to be fair, I'm I'm at the point with like okay, actually it's not my car's not that clean at the moment, so I can't even say that. But it wasn't that bad not long ago. But it's kind of recently in the summer, I think, just so much sand in it. Um, it's due for a vacuum, let's just say. Yeah. However, I'm kind of I'm at the point now where I'm thinking that maybe I just pay to get it cleaned. Because, honestly, it's too much for one man. 
Dude, I reckon that that um you know the the car wash near the car place near the legs club? I reckon you could get like a wash and a vacuum for like 50 bucks. Yeah. Yep. To be fair, I would pay a hundred bucks. I don't mind. Yeah. I, I reckon go do it. It'll make you feel better. Yeah. I've been thinking about doing it as well. I simply refuse to clean my car. I used to do it. I it used is the to most it. futile thing ever. Mm. And it's like, you know. Um, and it takes about two hours. Yeah. It takes so long. You know In what though? Sun? I used to do it. I used to actually do it probably once every like three months. You know, yeah, I probably did it once every six, twice. Yeah, year. um, but I've not done it for a long time. I haven't. And done then it, just yeah. it's just there's just a whole lot of compounding interest on it. But the Astra, you know, I I should do it soon because I feel like it'll just be good for everyone involved. Well, I think, the, and then I should get my win- and window fixed after. It sounds like well, given you don't have aircon. Yep. Given you don't have aircon, mm. and you know, it sounds like the Astra treats you well. So why don't you treat it? Yeah, well? that's what I'm thinking. I think I'm gonna have to um, put. Put my uh, hands in my pockets, fork out some cash. Yeah. Um, I'm just, yeah. Because anyway. what's your own time worth, really? It's a good point. Yeah, you make a great point, Cody. Excellent work. Moving on. Your love. My love this week is, uh, and shout out to them, Califia Oat Milk. Explain. And hear me out here. Who's that? What package is that? They have a nice sort of, it's almost like a slate. Like a slate blue. Colour. Yeah. The package or the, the pack- milk? The packaging. Oh, okay. I'd hope the milk wasn't a slate. <laughs> um, this milk, by the way, is the best oat milk on the market. And I will die on that hill. Granted, it's like $5.50 a carton. So I only get it when it's on sale. Half price, $2. It's like two fifty, two seventy five. Hello. Um, and since basically since I switched to oat milk, Probably about a year ago, I've been on the hunt to find my preferred my preferred brand of milk because mm-hmm. every oat milk is different, yeah. and some of them taste incredibly wheaty and just shit. Mm. And obviously, when I'd go down to Flora Street, they'd have four different oat milks in the fridge. They love it. All of them have their preferred oat milk, and I was like, so now I'm the only moron without an oat milk identity. Mm. And I've been searching. Well, it's been important to find yourself and know who you are. Yeah. So, and as an extension of that, know the oat milk that most assimilates with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's been a finding of oneself this week. Yeah. Or over the last couple of weeks. Do you feel better for it? Yeah, dude. I've been like, my, like I've stopped drinking coffee out because I'm so content with Califia oat milk in my instant coffee. And Makona. And Makona. Califia and Makona. Great pairing. I'll have to try one. I'll have to try one. Yeah. Froth that. That's me. That sounds. That actually makes me. Just you. Just hearing someone else say they like instant coffee probably is the part that made me more happy than you liking the milk. But yeah. I'm still. I can appreciate that. I'm. It's good to find comfort. Yeah. Yeah. Well, without getting too too sidetracked here, um, I have very sort of loose plans to go to Europe this year. Yes. Um, I'm also studying full time, so I've dropped back from work. I'm poor. Haven't added to my savings in like a year, mm. so I don't know how I'm going to pull this off. But I will. <laughs> and when I do, they'll make a movie about it. One of the great underdog stories of all time. How did Cody get to Europe? Why am I talking about this? You might ask. Because my instant coffee intake has gone through the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have it black. I don't care. Mm. I always have it black usually. Yeah. 
It's good stuff. Oh, Makona's. I'm telling you, I Makona mix. Probably my second favorite coffee vendor. Behind who? Rose's Deli. No way. Yeah, of course. Silly question. So, I had. I was talking to my coworker the other day, and we were discussing, you know, saving money, stopping, mm. trying to stop spending money on food in particular. It's mm. the big killer. And I was like, "What about like I don't know? Do you just drink instant coffee then? Shortly?" And she's like, um, "Nah." Oh, I, I usually, she's like, it's bad, but I buy coffee out a little bit. Like I usually buy like two or three. And I was like, oh, two or three a week's not that bad. It's only like, what, 15 bucks tops. She's like, no, two or three a day. And I was like, okay. That's that's a lot. That's an issue. I might, I'll, I'll buy, see, if I'm at uni, if I'm going to stay, I usually have a late, I buy food at uni, which is the bad thing for me. And it's, you know, it usually ends up being about 20 bucks. Yeah. Or sometimes more. Yeah. If I go. Well, I've been vis-a-vis my love last week. Mm. Uh, I've been using my air fryer a fair bit. Mm. And I'll either make like burritos or sandwiches, like mm. chingsons or sandwiches to take to TAFE. Yeah, that's So I don't smart. spend money on food. That's smart. See, I don't prep enough. And this, the sausage rolls at our TAFE, granted, unreal. Mm. But it's like a legitimate dog. Like it's a legitimate gliz. Oh, glizzy. It's a glizzy inside the sausage roll. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a glizzy. What's it called? Like pigs in blanket when the pigs. Yeah. But it's like a sausage roll. Right. It's not bacon. It's pastry. Okay. So it's just a sausage roll. Sausage roll, but it's got a legitimate gliz on the inside. You know, sausage rolls usually like. Well, that would be. That is literally a pure, hundred percent pure sausage roll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. In its purest form, that is a sausage roll. Yeah. Yeah. Pigs in a blanket would be if it had bacon on it. Yes, I know. That's what I was. I was just trying to say that it's a. It's a. It's a sausage roll. Sausage roll. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's like the flint and steel of sausage rolls. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like it's raw, the raw material. The rawest form. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I can, I, can, I, can, I can hear you loud and clear. Yeah. Uh, hate. Doth you have a hate this week? Do you want to go my hate this week? Yeah. My hate this week, and you know, the people of George Street will stand with me here, not me disclosing where I live. There's a million George Streets in the inner west. It doesn't matter. Our bins haven't been getting picked up the last couple of weeks. I thought, geez, that's weird. Why are our bins not getting picked up? I thought it was because it's just our street as well. Like, it's just our back street. And I got told by my neighbor um, that the 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 Garbos yep. amidst the City of Sydney Council mm-hmm. are on strike at the moment. Because they're not getting paid the same as other garbage men. I guess so. That's what it is. I saw the article yeah, right. on the news. So yeah. there's a, like a garbage, there's a garbage man faction going on. Well, they're not getting there's, paid the same, so it's fair enough. Yeah, yeah, but the factions have split. There's now politics involved. <sighs> Do you know what I mean? What's doing? And the thing is, when they come back from strike, like it's not like someone else did their work for them. Like the, our bins are still just there. Mm. So they're just going to have double the amount of shit to pick up next time. So they haven't come at all? No. In two weeks? In two weeks, yeah, no. So it's all just piling up. So our red bin got emptied, but our recycling bin hasn't been emptied in like over 14 days. Crap. Bin day today, so we'll find out. Moment of truth. Yeah. Absolute moment of truth. Stay tuned. Absolute moment of truth for you guys. Um, That is fucking scat. Yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah. What a weird thing to happen. Who knew it was such a political game in the the world of garbage men? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know they're not getting paid the same as some others, so that's fine. Yeah. Like, obviously, yeah, they should be all getting paid equal. But Mm. who knew it was so political? Bizarre. A lot goes down at four in the morning, apparently. Yeah. Jesus. 
You knew. Can you hook your mic cord just over the corner of the yard? Yeah, there you go. You happy? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I just saw you knocking it, so I was going to... All right. Cheers. Do you want me to do my hate? Please. So at my work, obviously do a lot of weddings, etc. And at weddings, there'll be bands, there'll be photographers, the likes, you know. These people all get meals as part of the... They get free meals as well as part of the, you know, package, I guess, or when they work. However, it is always astounding to me how, you know, we'll just call them suppliers for now because that's what they're supplying service. We'll We'll just say the suppliers... It astounds me that how often the suppliers at these events, who's, it's not their wedding, they've been hired to be there, they'll try and make it about them in some aspect when you talk to them. Really? Yeah, all the time. And they, oh, Expand. we haven't, they'll, be, they'll, be, they'll say things, because they always get their food last when all the guests have been served. I was doing a wedding and, you know, they had a table and we were serving all the other tables and they go, oh, we haven't um, got our meals yet. Where are our meals? And we were halfway through serving you know, the other hundred guests. Went to, you, know, you guys getting your meals last because you're not actually guests at this wedding. Yeah. You're not, you know, you're actually working right now. Yeah. They're just, they're just a pain. And they just will like come up and be like, oh, I'm in the band, blah, blah, blah. They just, they're just infuriating. Yeah, right. And they love a freebie. They'll yeah. take whatever they can get. Yeah, yeah. You know, which, you know. Granted, fairs, they're probably on pennies. Grant, Yeah, granted, but, you know. It's the attitude. It's an attitude. It's an attitude. They just, they just, they just rub me the wrong way. I know, I get it. Sometimes, More often than not, they just rub me the wrong way. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like their vibe. No, when, when, it's not all bands, but when certain bands play at my work, they will come in with the expectation almost that we know that they're in the band and that mm. they have a rider. Yeah. And then they'll come up and like they'll get a beer and then they'll just walk off and I'll be like, I'll have no idea who this person is. Mm. I'll be like, hey, man, like you need to pay for that. And I'll just go, oh, I'm in the band. Mm. I'm like, yeah, you're a dick. Yeah, exactly. It's just, oh, talk about sniffing your own farts, <laughs> honestly. It, it actually, it, I don't know what, but it just rubs me the wrong way. They just, just something about the way they just, Conduct their business at mm. times, and I'm just like, mm. "Oh, you guys are dicks." Again, from from my perspective, this is not all bands. Some people come in and they're absolutely yeah. Lovely. They'll simply inquire. Obviously, go, mate, do you want me to pay? Mate, no worries. You're in the band. Obviously. It's all good. Mm. But it's just an attitude thing, you know. Yeah. Bit of manners, mm. bit of common courtesy. Mm. These guys, obviously, surely you know if you're at a wedding. Yeah, they, you're eating last. But you're, that's you're working, bro. That's what I mean. They don't. It's not the first time it's happened either. You should just go, oh, mate, do you want me to just sit down with you? I need yeah. my meal too. It's just... You know what I mean? Rub me the wrong way. Rug me the wrong ways. Anyway, moving on. That's 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 it for love and hate this week. Nice. T- couple very niches, uh, a lot of very niche love and hates. Well, you know, as the weeks go on, they will only get more niche. Yeah, they'll get more and more niche. Uh, however, if you have a love and hate that you'd like to hear, we're also open to suggestions. That we can break down. Wow. Yeah. Maybe we should open it up to like a third love and hate every week mm. where someone submits a love You know, because sometimes we get stuck on what to write. So if you guys send one in, something that's annoying you, something that you're simply loving, send it in. Yeah, nice. We can, we can use, we'll, we'll use it. As I've been telling you recently, Either on air or off air. 
I've been living with my dad recently. Um, moved in with the big man. Uh, Cameron? Yep. And the dogs also moved in with us, Ziggy. Ziggy, <laughs> a, the aging dog Ziggy. Come to realise that, you know. Is Ziggy actually a cockroach hidden in a dog body? Yeah, quite possibly. <laughs> uh, he, you know, going blind, starting to go a bit deaf as well. He's just a bit cooked, you know. He's a bit lumpy. He's a bit cooked, as old dogs get. He's 13, so it means he's 91 in dog years, which is a pretty good stint. Uh, however, What's the dog? Uh, is it seven? It's seven. So he's 91, which is a good effort. Uh, but he is getting slowly and slowly more cooked. However, my dad and I um, over control of the dog because sometimes he doesn't listen. He's kind of getting old and he doesn't really care and he won't listen to you and he'll just carry on. And me and my dad kind of, it's almost like a competition of who's the biggest alpha that the dog is more likely to listen to them. <laughs> so he'll say something kind of along the lines of, Oh, he doesn't want to do that. And then he'll, while I'm trying to get him to do something and he'll make the dog do the thing that I don't want him to do. And I'm going. Can you give me like a tangible example? Okay. Um, last, okay. Last night, actually I won one last night. Okay. So this is the, this is the most recent one I can think of. It's just kind of little things. So last night took the dog for a walk, you know, as you do just to bit of, bit of pee, but because we're in an apartment block take the dog out, toilet, et cetera, bring him back up, take him up the stairs. He's panning. How I'll long does to, that take? Oh, just like How ten, long does it take ten minutes. Ziggy up the oh, stairs? Oh, he hates the stairs. He, <laughs> he hates them. Top floor your dad as well. Yeah, he hates going up them. He, he doesn't mind going down. Going up he hates. But, yeah, it takes a little bit. However, but get him up the stairs, get him into the thing. He's kind of panning around. I tell him to go out on the balcony, have some water. Dad's going, let him inside, let him inside. I'm like, no, just... Trust me, he, he'll have some water and he's just standing at the door and he's just carrying on and he's going like doing like yelping and kind of making a noise, just, yeah. just, just pure carry on. <laughs> and dad's going, let him in, let him in. I mean, no, trust me, this always happens. Leave, don't look at him for a minute, two minutes and I assure you, you'll hear him drinking water out of his bowl. And what, I say that, I say that. It goes quiet. I just start doing the dishes. He's on the phone. It goes quiet for about a minute and all you can hear is, and that's Ziggy drinking out of the water bowl. And I walked my hand and went, told you. And that was after. What did your dad say? He went, but that's after kind of, it's just like little battles like kind of going on between the two of us, I feel like. Yeah. Where one of us wants to be more kind of like, yeah, I know the dog better than you. Like I'm more, yeah. of, a, more of an alpha. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Like I own the house and therefore the dog is more likely to respect me in noticing that. Would it be fair to say your dad was probably more of the... the uh, Although dad is winning though. Is he? Yeah, he's beating me. Really? Yeah, he's beating me. Why is that? Because you would have had the dog under your sort of guidance for the last few years, no? Because dogs, dogs, dogs have a greater respect for dad energies. And that is fact. I would have picked you just because you've... Like I said, been, no. been with him for the last couple of you years. Could, you, could, you could spend as much time How as you want. How does Cameron keep getting up on him? Keep getting up on you, sorry. Just because you can't, you can't argue. Like dogs know, I don't know. It's the whole thing with dogs and dads always end up becoming best friends. Right. You know the classic thing being like, oh, the, my dad didn't want the dog and now we have it and yeah. they love it. Yeah. It's that. You okay. can't beat, you know, 
The dogs just sense, they just sense that stuff. They just know. Yeah. You can't beat it. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. hard to trump. Yeah. And that's what's, that's what I'm trying to, def- that's what I'm trying to beat. I'm trying to get Ziggy to listen to me. Yeah. Okay. And he's just not even paying attention. He doesn't care. Just doesn't My dad actually it. fully outed me the other day. Oh, really? When he came home. Why? What happened? He went away for like two weeks, came back, opens the door. Hey, champ. <laughs> doesn't even shake my hand. Just comes in, head nods, ha- champs me. And then goes, it's pretty tight. It's actually pretty tight in here, buddy. A champ into a backhanded compliment into a buddy. And you were just there was, in your room like. Yeah, I was distraught. I was, <laughs> I was actually, I couldn't, I had nothing. I had no return serve. I was too, I was literally too stunned, too shocked to speak. I couldn't believe what had just happened to me. It was an absolute <laughs> blitzkrieg. Well, you've just been at home by yourself for two weeks. The place is impeccable. Yeah. And your dad walks in, he goes. Oh, nice job, legend. Yeah. And you're just like... <laughs> I've been smashed. Pretty sure I had to get a HIA afterwards. Oh. I, was, I was not sweet. And that is 500 to Cameron. Yeah. Nil Literally, <laughs> even in that one moment, that was an end, nothing to do with the dog. He just absolutely has done me there. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, not appreciate it as well. I was seriously on the back foot after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I guess if what you, are you gonna do? I guess if your dad doesn't champ you, he's not your dad. Is yeah, he? that's fair. Or he doesn't. Yeah, that's a fair call. Mm. But yeah, silliness. Um, you sent me a um, pretty funny video. Oh, last night. yes, I did send you a video last night. So, at a zoo in China, someone has, you know, the only reason I could think they would try and do this is they're attempting a bottle flip challenge throwing a water bottle into or, you know, the chimp enclosure, it lands somewhere near the chimp. The chimp, not happy. Mm. I don't know if anyone's seen this video. The chimp then picks up the bottle and, you know, you know how people say like, oh, yeah, they're so strong. Blah, blah, blah. This is the, one of the first times I've ever really seen the example when people are talking about yeah. how strong monkeys probably are. Yeah, Because yeah. this is like... You know, there's only a bit of water in this plastic bottle. Like, it's not going to fly that far. fly that far or fast. Incorrect. This chimpanzee absolutely rockets this thing, bowls this lady middle and off peg flying, um, breaks her phone and gets her a direct headshot. <laughs> Talk about a bit of karma. Uh, just an absolute well, seed. Yeah, just absolute a peach seed. of a delivery after this lady throws a bottle you know, into the enclosure. Um, that's a bit of street justice, if you're asking me. Oh, that's street justice of note. It just, the video, and it reminded me of something out of like Planet of the Apes when they, you know, when they get in the fight scenes and they kind of throw, yeah. the monkeys start throwing stuff at yeah, the soldiers yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It was like that. It reminded me of that when I watched yeah, the video. Yeah, the, the way he threw it. Because like, he, 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 it's almost like he out. comes off his legs. Yeah, he comes. He gets air. He jumps in the air and throws his whole body round and twists. Yeah, and it's almost like a, it's like a legs feel. Yeah, ball, it's like, <laughs> there's a bit of rev on it too. But it's come from low. Like he shot from the hip, and it's just yeah, a little sidearm. Yeah, yeah. He's, it looks. It reminds me of something. It almost reminds me of like baseball pitch. Not like, yeah, kind. It something more like primal though. Mm. Like not obviously, but like it. It reminds me of like. Not the way people throw frisbees, but I don't know. I can't quite put my finger on it. But it, 
you know, the video when you watch it is kind of freaky and it kind of also encapsulating more freaky videos with chimps or gorillas. And Have you seen the one where wait, the gorilla sorry. charges at the cage? Have you seen that one before? Yeah, and they're like jaying it up, right? No, it just runs at – oh, kind of. I don't know. I think so. But it runs at the thing and like cracks the glass. Oh, shit. No. It's f- it, the silverback runs at the cage and just goes boom. It's freaky. Oh, that's edge. Yes, yeah, so dude. Edge. I was listening to um, the Hello Sport podcast the other day, mm. and they were talking about the amount that gorillas can bench. Mm. How? And I remember it being ridiculous. They are seriously strong. And, and ape bench. They are seriously strong animals. One thousand eight hundred kilograms they can bench. <whistles> and like, yeah, they're big, but they're not like. Think about the biggest like. A massive jacked bodybuilder who can bench like, I don't know. I don't know what a, a massive amount to bench is. 200 kilos? I feel like the bit, the most someone's ever benched would be 300. Okay. Let's say 250. Maybe Meet in the middle. Okay. So you're on the and very the, high end of bodybuilder of, mark. Of, of human. Okay. Gorillas aren't like, they're way bigger, but they're not like six times bigger. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like pound for pound. A big silverback gorilla though. Oh, is massive. Oh, they are big. They're big boys. Yeah, they're, they're big they 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 noticeably bigger than mm. human. Like, yeah, can be said. Yeah, yeah. And also, just to touch, just to round up that that video of the, the chimp launching the mm. the most comical part about it is the video's filmed point of view because it's the person who got hit filming. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's a great. It's video. honestly hilarious. Mm. I'll probably um link it link it in this mm. cl- if I uh, yeah look. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, gorillas, freaky. Anyway, last night um, we reached out on the Instagram. Mm. Um, oh yes, we did. You can get up and get your phone while I do this. Um, we reached out to see if you guys had any dribbly, interesting Uber stories. Because mm. a lot goes a lot goes on on the way home from a night out. You know, it's four a.m. The Uber drivers are like sleepy, delirious, and eight hours into a. Into a shift dealing with into a sixteen-hour Uber shift, legitimate morons. Mm. Um, the morons being us, mm. us the people, you guys, the flyers, mm. everyone. Well, yes, we got a, quite a few responses. Um, you know, some of them quite classic, classic ones like people vomiting. We got one here about someone. Into the All right. Yeah, we got someone. We got one here about uh, someone vomiting into Uber. Three hundred dollar cleanup fee. I've also had a similar incident happen to me with a friend. Yeah. Um, no good. No good. Is that all. like a three hundred on the spot fine? It, it essentially is. So you have to pay it. But it wasn't me who vomited. It was my friend, and we were on the way back from a party, and something similar to the one that was sent in, where you know, telling my friend, please don't vomit. In the car, if you're gonna vomit, tell me. And I said, and my other friend was also on Struggle Street. Asked them both to not to tell me. One of them goes when we're driving back. Oh, I feel sick. I need to vomit. Okay, sweet. Tell the driver. He says, no worries. We pull over. While he's vomiting, the other one tries to sneaky vomit out the car. Vomits all over the car seat. So it cost me cost me. I think mine was 150 bucks. But did you pay it? Well, I paid it, but then I got money off. Yeah, you, you know. To. Um, so yeah, been there. This one, they kind of, some of them get slowly more etch. 
Um, Do you want to say who sent it in as well? Okay. Um, Gary said, my Uber driver dead set fell asleep at the wheel. Got a full refund for the trip. I've heard that happen as well. Yeah, that's a bit, that's a bit hectic. Uh, one of these ones I was, I was, or well, I wasn't in the, I was in the third Uber involved in this, but this one, mine didn't drag race. Uber drag race en route to the netties. Uh, Angus sent that in. Ang- uh, the netties is where after Manly, where we used to all rendezvous and Kelkel and I don't know, just have a few more beers or do whatever. Or on like a weeknight, we'd just go and have a skate. I don't know, do whatever. Yeah. Anyway. So what happened? So two Ubers coming back from Manly and there was two groups of friends in the car. And in each car. In each car. And the Uber drivers started drag racing each other back to the net. But then it's only a, it's one lane either way. And, you know, going on the other side of the road to try and overtake. Oh, my and God. And going like 140 or 130. It was so – the video – I'm thinking, I don't know if there is a video. Maybe it was just a Snapchat at the time that I got. This was years ago. Yeah. Um, But super etch. Yeah. Super etch. Uh, We have one from Eve. Uh, Man's told me I have a beautiful body shape and I was a good girl. LMFAO. That is a bit weird. That's, that is fucking weird. Aggressively creepy. Yeah, it is. Um, My sister actually told me a freaky one. She sent hers in as well. Uh, when I got an Uber from DY Main and the driver was an old, was an old gent and we had a normal Uber chat. And then after he requested me on Instagram and sent me a sugar baby message request. Imagine your Uber driver sending you a sugar baby request. But only after your name, which he then obtained through your Uber account because he gave you a lift, which is super like not ethical yeah. and not right. That one is super creepy. Yeah. I remember telling me that. I'm like, that's cooked as. Yeah, that's it. That is seriously, seriously not on. Um, do you have any, Cody? Well, they were all through the bar flies, mate. Hmm? They were all through the, all those ones where I didn't get reached out personally by anyone. Ro- this is fucking long. This is long. Uh, we got one from someone who preferred to remain anonymous. Anonymous. And read the whole- <laughs> They sent the most dribbly long message. I kind of have to read it because they've obviously went to a lot, of, lot of effort to write this. So <clears throat> excuse me while I recite this uh, three-page gospel package, uh, passage. <clears throat> All right, let me begin. The Australian East Coast was graced with a breezy mid-autumn evening. A cool zephyr was in the air. With the sweet smell of alcohol floating through a crowded pub, beachside pub, the location was Manly Stain on Saturday night, approximately 2.30am. The story starts with me drifting between masses of people, feeling a gold-coloured warmth in my head as I spoke with friends new and old. Being extremely stoned, words spoken to me started to blend into one another and faces became more and more contorted. I knew I had to leave soon or else risk ending the night sprawled alone, passed out on the sand. I called an Uber while I munched on the finest, most beautiful meat I've had and pleasure of eating, a chicken and lamb kebab. Just about, just the right amount of sauce, but a little bit too much to bully. Interesting detail. (laughs) The Uber arrived and the driver whisked me away. There was an airy glamour about the man. He smelled of musk and had the presence of Prince Charming. I couldn't help but remember the way he kept his eyes Fixed firmly on the wobbly tarmac that stretched endlessly in front of us. 
The trip was a fast one and within what felt like just minutes, we were rounding the final bend on the way to my house. I felt calm knowing that my bed sheets were waiting to wrap me up and soothe me into the night of full dreams, both wild and wonderful. It was at this point of an unimaginably tranquil, it was, sorry, it was at this point of unimaginable tranquility that a figure suddenly appeared on the road less than 10 metres in front of the car. I suddenly noticed the hybrid Toyota flying too fast for the suburbs and how life seemed to move so slowly. The figure now clearly a dog, a small white dog out from, from an evening venture, resembling more closely to a deer trapped in the headlights for what could have been only three quarters of a second. Prince Charming did not have time to react, or rather, he chose not to react. The sultry mask that wafted his skin turned sour and I understood a new evil about this man. <laughs> he swiftly ran over the poor creature, which made an utterly horrifying almighty boom against the front of the chariot, and Prince Charming continued to hurtle down the road without breaking tempo. I was in utter shock, fully consumed by the fear and sadness. Just as fast as he had driven over the dog, he rounded the final corner to arrive at my house. I got out without saying a word. There was nothing to say. There was nothing to do. Oh, what? Do you even know? Do you understand what happened? Yeah. Yeah. So essentially, this person was in an Uber. Trigger warning, I guess. Trigger warning, I guess, was in an Uber and the Uber ran, out, ran over a dog and then didn't say anything about it and just kept on their merry way. That is so etch. I know. How crazy is that? Yeah. That's kind of sad, bro. It is sad. <laughs> it did. It was started so glamorously, the story, and it yeah. ends up being well, so great. It was beautifully written. It was well crafted. You can tell whoever wrote it put a lot of effort into that. Um, so thank you for sending those in. Also had another one, by the way, of someone saying that they were in an Uber with their friends coming back from a party. It was a longer drive. It was about an hour-long Uber so they were really getting to know the Uber driver well and the gentleman informed that the only reason he was with his wife was for immigration purposes and he often frolics with other women. Bit wow. of an overshare from the Uber if you ask me. Wow. Yeah. Have you listened to that podcast? Uh, who's the Asian dude that says really rogue shit and he does a podcast with um, Theo Vaughn sometimes? Oh, is his name Bobby Lee? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Was it him? Maybe it wasn't him at all. Mm. I could be getting these stories mixed up. But, yeah, scrap that. I don't think it was him. But there was another dude who was talking about how he used to be, like, a bit of, like, a um, renegade. And he just used to, like, travel and, like, hitchhike with truck drivers oh, and stuff. Oh, I've heard this. I've heard this. Yeah, I've seen that. Talking about? And people would just tell Telling him. Telling the most rogue shit. Yeah. Just, like, crazy. Like, no, it wasn't. It's the other Asian guy. It, it's something like not as cancelled, 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 dude. No, I'm getting them confused. There's I know who you're talking about, though. I know, I don't know their name, but I know the. He's the, like the whimsical version of Bobby Lee. Yeah, I know the clip that you're talking about. I've seen that also, which Whim is cooked. I feel like people just feel like, oh, I'm never going to see this person again. I'll just tell them my darkest secret. Yeah, no worries. Kind of scary. Um, you know, Ubers. But on that note of people of Ubers kind of <laughs> showing you stuff like that or telling you stuff, as you know, that kind of. Train of thought. Yeah. I have an Uber story. Oh, yeah. I've got my own. Yeah, go on. Um, so 
me and a friend were going to an 18th birthday party and we were going from, you know, the northern beaches from my house to Roseville. Yeah. And it pull, pulls up, you know, Toyota Camry, pretty standard machine for the old for the old Uber. However, inside, decked out, there was pillows, plush seating, you know, the driver was actually a truck driver and he wanted to make sure the car was comfortable. Um, you know, the car, the stereo system on the car, very done up. There was a PS4 controller, a little screen in the middle, you know, a microphone. This guy had fully kitted this thing out. The aud- the audio system and the screen remind me of, you know, when you used to go AMF bowling and they yeah. have like the video clips that show and they have the lyrics underneath. It was like one of those, but okay. little. Anyway, we get in the Uber. He goes, boys, make yourselves comfortable. You know, you can drink in here, blah, blah, blah. What music do you want to listen to? He's showing off the toys. He's re- Is he pushing for this tip? I don't know what he's – well, he's, he's just – I think he's just trying to, you know, show that he's cool okay. to a couple of young fellas because yeah. we were 18 at the time. Sure. So maybe he's just trying to, flex trying, to, trying to flex his muscles. And we were discussing with him, you know, his toys in the car and he was saying – you know, how he usually has rides and he always shows girls it and stuff and they think it's really cool. You know, do they really? No. Same way that I didn't think it was that. It was, you know, I'd never seen it before but I wouldn't say it was really cool. Yeah. Anyway, he keeps showing us more and more stuff. Bloke busts out a projector from in the glove, uh, not glove box, the thing. Like Center compartment. Center compartment. Busts out a projector, shoots onto the roof. He goes, yeah, you can watch Netflix. You can watch anything on here. We're going, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, like we can play the PS4, whatever you want to do. I'm like, nice. And it's just kind of sitting there. And then after two minutes, and mind you, this he showed us this all within the first three minutes of the trip. Yeah, okay. He then goes, do you guys want to see something else cool? And we again, obviously, we said yes. You know, of course, we want to see showers. Old mate goes through about three separate folders to, you know, a video, to a folder with multiple naughty videos, let's just say, and then proceeds to put one on the roof for the entire car journey to Roseville. And you almost, it was on and you were like, okay, that's kind of funny. But then when he didn't turn it off, it just kind of got awkward because you just look up and all you can just see is, you know, Someone getting their back blown out. Yeah, exactly. And I was sitting in the car and I had the worst view of it because my mate was in the front seat and the driver was there and I was in the back. And so it's more in my view than anyone else's. So I'm trying to have a conversation with these two and I can just see, you know, someone just absolutely going for it in the top. Yeah. Um, and then I was thinking, wait a second, can people see this in traffic? And multiple times I was looking at other cars I'm going to the driver, you sure people can't see this in the car? He's like, no, 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 it's all good. It's all good. It's still on. It was on for about 40 minutes and it was just, it was just a strange experience. That's very odd. Yeah. Very odd. He just, he refused to turn it off. Um, yeah, that is the oddest Uber moment. That's I've truly had. bizarre. It was bizarre, but you know, I guess that's what happens when you get into car with strangers. You yeah. never know what's going to happen. I guess so. All right, back page. Uh, World Club Challenge over the weekend in the Rugby League. Mm. St. Helens against all odds. Yes. Yes. 
Wow, what a game. Did you watch it? No. I did not. But regardless, what a game. Yeah. Panthers, you know, given a good nudge on their home turf in the wet, typically prime conditions for the Panthers. Yeah. But, you know, St. Helens, well, oh, hiccups. Jesus. Well-oiled machine. Got it done. Credit to him. Credit to him. Great game. It's Paul Vaughan at St. Helens. Paul Vaughan. Maybe. I don't know. Curtis Sirenin played well. Um, I know that Will Hopalati plays for St. Helens. They must have a few players. Yeah. I the, don't know their lineup. They, I don't know. The, James Graham was there and I heard him talking about it on the radio and he was saying that the the crowd activity was awesome. Yeah. And he was saying he doesn't think Panthers have really been challenged in that way for a while. So it made all the fans get really into it, mm. which is fair. I mean, they scored a try in the last two minutes to kind of bring the game level again. Yeah. Uh, field goal by St. Helens to win it. They deserve to win. They were the better side. Yeah. I think almost so, you know, uh, Jerome Luai said it himself, you know, it's the perfect wake-up call for them before the season starts. After totally. After two years in a row. You totally. Know, just getting them. Get them clicked back into the gears. Yeah. Similar to how when they lost to uh, South. De- South in round one of the finals, you know. 2021. 2021. And then they beat the Eels, they beat the Storm, and they beat the Rabbitohs back to back. You know. Yeah. You just. Yeah. It's you, a good wake up for them for sure. They're definitely a team that can, that you don't, that can, when they're fired up, they're on. Like, when they're on, they're on. I know. Oh, oh dude. That when Nathan Cleary did the ice in his veins after he kicked the goal, I found that so cringe. Mm. Oh, you didn't like it? <laughs> I thought it was so cringe. Really? I, I just thought because like, the game it. wasn't over. Like he kicked that goal to make it 12 all. And then he like looked at the crowd and was like pointing at his veins. I was like, oh. like, and then they, and then they went on and lost. It's like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mm. Well, that's kind of shit that happens all the time in the NBA. Yeah, it's, it's very American. It's very, very it's American. very American and like. Kind of, eh, they don't do it as much in the football. They don't do it as much in football. Yeah, you can tell they take a lot of their influence from the US as well, especially those Penrith boys. Yeah, but the the NBA is the and notorious the, and the it, NFL yeah. and stuff yeah. notorious for that kind of smack talk. Yeah, that carry the, on. That they love it. Yeah, they love it. I find it like very um. I kind of don't mind it. Yeah, yeah, it's just very like un-Australian. People don't like, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not a part of our culture. No. Our smack talk is like, you're a dog. Mm. We, d- we do it differently. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very different. I don't mind it though. I don't mind a bit of when people get a bit lippy. Yeah. I just, it just, I don't know. I just found it a bit, cr- I just found it, I just find it cringe. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I think just as well, cause it's out of place over here. I just don't. Yeah. And I don't watch basketball or anything. I just don't mm. think it's cool. Yeah, I do. I don't mind. In the NBA though. When they hit a mad three to win the game or something, and for example, Dame time. So Damian Lillard is this NBA player, well-known three three-point shooter, and he'll shoot some game-winning three, and he's got his own celebration where he puts his hand up and taps his wrist, <laughs> and then he'll yell out Dame time, oh, as so in game time. So lame. It's so lame, but. When he does it, you can't help but go, holy shit, that was yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. While yeah, LeBron sure. has his own celebration, you know, mm. Chef Curry. I think it's that same thing I was talking about a couple of weeks ago where we were talking about LeBron. It's like, 
dude, you're so cool. Like you don't need to do anything. No. Like Nathan Cleary is that good. Like he doesn't have to celebrate. No, like he can just he can just. Put he's his done head. that so many times. It'd almost be more stays if he just ran back with his head down. Mm. That would be more ice mm. in his veins. Yeah. Because be like, yeah, just another day, just kick that one. Just oh, did, did that it. go in? Didn't even notice. Because mm. I do it all the time. Yeah. But he couldn't. He couldn't help himself. Couldn't help himself. <laughs> he couldn't mate. help himself. He just had to. Oh god. There's uh, something about it. I know it's tall puppy syndrome, but you just want to see them lose, and I'm yeah. glad they did. Well, Taylor May out for the year. That sucks. Do you know what, though? And it's another one of those shit tackles where it's third man in on the knee yeah. or just above the knee and sliding down. Yeah. And it's another bad tackle. Well, it wasn't a hip drop because he was front on. It was a weird one, wasn't it? Yeah. It just – there's – they get bent. Back. How many they how many times over. do you see MCL ACL from those yeah. tackles? So annoying. Like every you see them every year. Syndesmosis so injury from it as well. Yeah. Like you see, there needs to be a way that they get rid of it. That is um, the most an inj an, an ACL in the preseason is the most heartbreaking injury. Oh. When it happens to anyone at any club, I'm like, That's, I never feel remorse about injuries. You know, if you get injured in the season, it happens. Mm. But having a a, a year long injury. In mere moments before the season starts, it's mm. soul crushing, bro. And that's the reason why teams don't like playing their best players yeah. in these trials because yeah. this kind of crap happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, but unfortunate for him. Hopefully, he comes back stronger and it doesn't affect him too much because yeah. he was an absolute star last year. Yeah, he looked good in the trials as well. Mm. He looked good. He's uh, a robber. Trials, though, if we're going to break them down now that they're finished, who was good? In your opinion, Manly were good. Manly have surprisingly good. Surprisingly good. Yeah. Who did they verse? They versed the Roosters and they versed the Bulldogs. Yeah. No. Bulldog. No, not Bulldogs. Don't know who they played uh, in that first game. Can't remember. I can't at that first game, dude. It's all just reserve grade players playing yeah, round true. one. But they looked like that was like I don't know, close-ish to their first grade side, and they looked good. They looked really fast. Mm. Like their play, the balls were quick. Everything they were doing was like. With pace. Mm. Um, and the Roosters, again, we say this all knowing that trials is just a trial and it means nothing. Roosters looked a little off the pace. Mm. Um, they're still my tip for the comp this year. Mm. But in this game on the weekend, they looked off the pace and they lost to Manly. Um, and Manly have looked, you know, over the last couple of years without Tom, horrific. Well, we'll say, we've said it before, I'm pretty sure, but we'll say it again. Manly, whenever you think they're doing well, they do crap. Whenever you think they can do crap, they do well. Yeah. You just never. They're a bit, like, a bit of the old Tigers about them, Manly, at the moment, in that sense. Remember when the Tigers were like in like 2011, 2012? Yeah, they could be there, awesome or they could be And they be were rubbish. just like, you just couldn't pick it. I don't know. No, that was the game where they lost that semi final off the intercept try. Sean Kenny Dow. Yeah. 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 Or Lottie kick. Yeah. Yeah, Sean Kenny Dow. But that, that was what, like in that Benji era, it was like the Tigers were either like so good or just so bad. He just carried yeah, them. Yeah, I know. So freakishly um, good. But yeah, Manly, mate, good from them. Interesting to see how they go to start the season. Tommy's apparently going to play round one. Teamless Tuesday ne- this time next week. We'll be so having a we'll be having a little sticky. That'll beat. be well covered. Yeah, that'll be well. Covered. I'm uh, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what Manly do. I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Um, South. I think I think just one thing on Manly. I think Seabolt, from what I've read, is quite an attacking mindseted coach. Yeah. And I think Manly's team really is quite an attacking team. Totally. They're an outscore your opponent kind of team. They are. I mean they can play they could play try and play defense on the on hindering, you know, maybe their attack a little I don't know. I just feel like they got pace. 
they got size, they got explosiveness, you know, they've got good they've just got a lot of X Factor type players. Yeah. I think they should play to their strengths. I think they could be a really fun team to watch this year. Yeah. Uh Kelma Tua Lungy, just quickly, played well. Did he? Yep. Could be a smoky for super coach. Yeah. Interested to see how he goes. His price drops a little he bit. was good when he came on the scene for the Tigers and then last year he had He like didn't a, get any game a, time. He no, got injured. He, no, he played. Oh, he played, trust me. He just didn't play very well. Um, well, who did? And they, yeah, I know. yeah, true. But he oh, – my point is we've seen like that he can be good mm. and then he had a really poor season. So I'll be interested to see how he goes this year, mm. especially with a new lease of life at a new club. Um, he'd obviously checked out a bit last year. so Yeah, fair enough. I can't blame him. Souths, also looking good. Yep. Looking very good. Yep. Um, have won both their games pretty comfortably. Absolutely trouted the Dragons. Fair play. Dragons looked awful. Um, we'll cover that in a moment. We'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. But we'll just talk about the Rabbitohs. Um, Rabbitohs combination. They've had a year of that spine playing together now with Lachlan Ilias. And they were looking, as the season built last year, Ilias was looking a better and better and better player. Now he's had another preseason, more time with them. He's going to have more game time this year. I really think Souths, although, yes, it is just a trial, but I think Souths, you know, they've got a tough couple of early games, but I really think after that, I think they're going to absolutely fly. I don't know how they're going to go in that first four or five games, but I think coming out of it, they'll be better for it, and I think they will absolutely rip. I think they'll, after, you know, I don't know how many they'll win, but... After that first five. But again, yeah. I think afterwards, they'll be absolutely on fire. Even still, and I heard someone vocalise it the other day. And when I heard it, I was like, that's so true. But they probably have arguably the best row, back row in the comp. Arguably. Cam Murray, Jai Arrow, and Kaon Kolomatongi. Yeah. Who could this year potentially all three of them be origin players. Awesome. Awesome players. Like, and that back row is ridiculous. And then who's their and eight and ten? Who's their eight and ten? Uh, does Totola play eight? Totola. Totola's 10, I'm pretty sure. Burgess, is he still yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Is he still there? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Tom? Tom Burgess? I don't know. Anyway. Damien Cook. They're looking good. They do have a good team. And I They'll like, be there or thereabouts. And you know what? I really I really like this Isaac Isaac Thompson guy. Is he a centre? I think he's going to play wing. I think he's going to play wing. He's in my super coach. So is, he's in mine too. I think he's going to be great. Uh Campbell Graham, of course, Alex Johnson, Gun. Luttrell, Cody Walker, Ilias. Their team. Names, bro. Looking good. Blake Taff on the bench. Names. You know, Blake Taff's a handy player. Yeah. A very handy player. Yeah, he'll slot it in origin. Uh, so, look. That's their thing, though, South. They have so many players out during origin. Like, mm. their whole spine pretty much plays origin. So, it's like. Yeah. But, and injuries as well. If South get injuries, they, they don't have, I don't think they have the same depth, maybe, no. that other. Teams might possess. Yeah. So we'll see how they go this year, but I think they're going to go quite well. I'll be shocked if they're outside the top six. I'll be shocked. Yeah. Well, I was saying they could even be a little sneaky for the top four maybe. I think they'll be top four. I'll have them in my four. Yeah. Uh, injuries providing. Sharks looking pretty good too. Yeah. Just quietly. Genuine, genuine premiership threat in my opinion. Yep. I think they'll build on last year nicely. I think this year, you know, they'll just get better and better and better. Again, a team that are figuring out figuring out their combinations at the end of last year. Uh, 
T. Wilton, tipped to have a massive year for them this year with Wade Graham taking more of a back seat. Tipped by you? Tipped by quite a lot. Actually. I think as well, like Nico Hines coming into this year is no longer a Melbourne bench player. He's now Dally M, best player in the comp. Nico Hines. Halfback Nico Hines. Uh, Matt Moylan as well, you know, probably had his best year for a long time yeah. last year. Mate, new lease on life, Matty Moylan. Uh, then you got... I don't know. Just the whole team. I feel Do like you know what I was that whole team is better for having that year under their belt last year. And I think they can only improve. Do you know what I was thinking? All their backs, like look at their backs, Will Kennedy, Sione Katoa, Ronaldo Molotalo, and Talakai. And I'm Jesse like, Ramian. And Jesse Ramian. Well, those for the first four that I mentioned in particular, they last year for me all kind of went from like B-list rugby league players. Like, like, they stepped up. Yeah, like they've all pushed up into like the fr- next fringe bracket of being like a top-tier player, especially Mulatalo. Mulatalo mm, like had a crazy good year He's a year. genuine – I still reckon he's underrated to mm, an extent. Like he's one of the best wingers in the comp. I would agree. He's a freak. I would agree. And, mate, Talakai obviously speaks for himself. Uh, Will Kennedy, when you compare him to Brett Stewart, I kind of just can't unsee that anymore. Mm. He's so similar to Brett Stewart. Mm. Slippery little fullback. Um, and then they've got Connor Tracy there or thereabouts mm. as well. Mm. Is Metcalf there too? Or has he gone elsewhere? Mm, I think he's at the Warriors. Yeah, I think you might be right. Um, Miller's at the Knights. And Ramian too, mate. Like, seriously. Mm. Seriously. I like Jesse Ramian. I reckon he's And, like, it doesn't Cam McInnes come off the bench? Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. How stacked? Yeah, their team, How stacked? The team is great. Uh, I quite like Blake, Blake Braley as well. Yeah. I think he's quite good. Mate, they're just they're just in such a good position, the Sharks. Yeah, they just for me feel like depth. they've got such a whole, well-rounded, complete team. Mm. Like we say with South, great starting seventeen. Depth is questionable. You look at a team like the Roosters. They put de- Sharks well, in that same bracket where they're like, they're well-rounded. They've got the depth. Mm. You know, Cowboys too. Like yeah. all those good teams, Cowboys, Roosters, Panthers, all have depth. Yeah, Melbourne find a way every year, but they're not in that same bracket. They don't have the depth that these other clubs Not, do. Yeah, and they're a bit more kind of like um, got the same similar problem to the Rabbitohs, I feel like. Yeah. Actually, on reflection, that yeah. maybe wasn't a good – we're just so used to Melbourne having that depth though. Yeah. They just feel like they don't. Yeah. And that's right that you've corrected me on that because thinking about it, they don't. Yeah. And we'll see what happens. But they'll find a way. They always do. Uh, do you want to say the last one who was good because <laughs> you put it in there? Xander simply refuses to believe that the Tigers played well on the weekend. You believe what you want to believe, mate. Tigers played a full-strength Canberra side, granted trial, and we pumped Manly in the trials before and gone on to come 13th. I'm, I'm not getting excited, but I don't think you can ignore the fact that the Tigers were good on the weekend. Minus three of probably their best players. They got, they got, they got wiped off the park by the Warriors. Yeah, their reserve grade side did, bro. Dane Laurie was playing in that game. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. In the, war- in the Warriors game, he was. Because he got absolutely palmed onto another planet. That by was Marcelo Charlie Stains. Oh, Charlie Stains. Yeah. Okay, well, he's first grade. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. He'll be, don't lie, mate. He'll Cap. be starting. He'll be starting for the Tigers I this reckon, year. Um, for what position? Wing. Cap. No. Cap. No. G- I reckon Junior Tupo will start on the wing, to be honest. He was our best one of our best players on the weekend. Uh, do you still have Nofaluma? Yeah. Oh, there's no way Charlie Sands is playing then. Yeah. Surely Nofaluma's playing. Yeah. What are they talking about? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It'll be Nofaluma. It, it was going to be Nofaluma and Ken Mamalo. Right, fine. Maybe you did have your reserve. Ken Mamalo. Yeah. 
So, look, Xander's just salty because the Tigers are going to be better than the Dragons this year. Yeah, well... Which is a good segue. No, okay, good segue into the bad. Do you want to tell the people what you told me about the Dragons this morning? I'm I'm after these trial matches, and I know people say don't take too much away from the trials, but I'm going to because I'm seriously worried about the Dragons. (laughs) All this talk of, oh, the Dragons could get the spoon. I'm going, spoon? Us? No way. Warriors or Dolphins for sure. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm. No, 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 no. Dragon's very possible because we've essentially, apart from Moses Suley, we've picked up, and kind of Jaden Sewer as well, we've just picked up a whole bunch of like of rubbish yeah. from clubs. Well, to put it, you know, we, in perspective, and I and I'm again I mean this respectfully to these players, you kind of took like our worst two players off our hands. We took, we yeah, took, or like, you I know just what don't I mean? get the strategy behind this. So, we already have bulk forwards, okay? And we let a couple go that didn't work out. We just replaced them with the exact same style of player. Yeah. We got Murdoch Masilla, couldn't start for the Warriors who came 14th last year. We've got Zane Musgrove. Zane Musgrove, bench slash reserve player for the Tigers last year. Yeah. Who came last. Jacob Little yeah. couldn't secure a starting spot at the Tigers. Came last. Moses Embai at the Tigers couldn't secure a spot. He's actually been okay, but still. Aaron Woods coming to the end of his career. Bloke will never doesn't get injured. That's because he never gives more than seventy five percent. Okay. You know. Yeah. And also, I've seen him miss that many tackles leading to tries. It's ridiculous and give away penalties. Okay. You know. No, no, yeah, no good. No good. I'm trying to think of one more. I'm missing one. Anyway, but that's five right there. Anyway, so that's a good example of five like players you guys that were they've taken out of teams that were in the bottom, like the bottom teams, mm. like the worst three teams. They went and taken their players that aren't even their best players and starting them or putting them on the bench in our team. How are you gonna? We came, we came ninth last year. Why are we? Why are you getting the? I don't understand. I honestly don't understand. I, I'm, I don't get it. I do not understand. Yeah, and acting even, more like a bottom eight team than a top eight. Team. And even the way that they move Lomax around and Sully in the centers and switch them for no reason, I just don't get it. Anthony Griffin he keeps doing stuff. I don't understand. I'm struggling to see the plan. And now we've got Jack Bird out. Now we've got Cody Ramsey out. Talatel Amone. Amone out. It's just. And look, it's just you know, not they, good. They, it's they, not good. they messed around with Sloan last year. Yeah. And I really like Sloan. And they're messing I around really with Sullivan like him. now. And now look at, look at his confidence. Like he did not look good. Mm. Like he looked, and I honestly kind of feel sorry for the guy. I think, I, I think he was in tears at full time. Mm. Um, I hope he's okay and I hope he comes good for the season because he has so much potential. We, I love him. I reckon he's great. Yeah, but that was Griffin as well. He, no, ru- he ruined him last yeah, year. Like, I know, that's what I'm saying, bro. He just – oh, I don't, I don't get it. And now they need him. Now they need Sloan and they need Sloan to be good. But he's like, dude, you, like, you treated me like shit last year. Why? Like, how is he supposed to play for this team and be a confident yeah, – you know? I just don't. I don't get it. I don't. I agree with you. I agree. Dragons not looking from good. my perspective. Not looking good. From my perspective, I think just with Sloan, and granted, Cody Ramsey did have a good season last year. Mm. But to get 
to have Cody Ramsey picked over you, if you were Sloan, you'd be like, dude, I'm like better than you. I'm better than this guy. Mm. And I can't even get a like they could have gone Sloan at fullback, Ramsey on the wing mm. to fit them all in. Mm. And they just did they were just Or even play Sloan on the wing. Play Sloan on the wing. Do you know what I mean? We, like, got, we got Audi Sivo. And he's like, dude, yeah. He's actually one of your better players. Yeah, so. he is Ravalawa. <laughs> um, yeah, Dragons, no good. Um, also kind of worried about Newcastle. I think I, it's going to take a while for that team to figure themselves out. I think I think Adam O'Brien will be lucky to make it to the end of this season, along with Anthony Griffin. Mm. I think they are the two coaches under the most pressure. Anthony Griffin surely getting fired within the first 10 weeks. You and Adam O'Brien... You should no. sign Flanagan. Yeah. Adam O'Brien, not far behind. Adam O'Brien, I've not an NRL coach. Yeah. I think Knights, I think that team needs a little bit of time to gel. I think they're not going to win many in the first 10 games of the year, but I think going into the back end, I think they're going to get better, slowly get better and better. I hope throughout so. The season. I hope so. I Rugby think League's good when Newcastle's good, you know? Mm. I think they'll, uh, I think. Well, they, apparently they're using losing Dom Young next year. Yeah, he's gone to the Roosters, bro. So Dom Young, he's he's jumped off the sinking ship. Yeah, that's not a good sign for Newcastle fans, I don't think. Especially after you develop the player to be good, and then now he's leaving. Look, I don't know. I feel like the Newcastle have you know smatterings of quality well, in their got team. Jaden Braley coming back this year. I keep forgetting. Mm. They got hey, I don't know. They've got they've got little Hastings, bits. Hastings, Adam Elliott. They've got little bits of quality. Here and there, like you look at the Saifidi brothers, they yeah. still got Frizzell. He's a bit old, but like he's not, he's quality play. He's got experience. Still got Gagai. You got Gagai. You got Adam Elliott, Hastings, Ponga. Who else is in their back line? Lockie Miller, Lockie Marju, right. Bradman oh. Best. Like you look at the team and you yeah. go, yeah, you, could you do something? Yeah. Like, but, <laughs> you do, you do. But I don't have faith that they will. No, neither do I. Even last year, their team wasn't awful looking at it on paper. Mm. It's much better this year, but it wasn't terrible last year. Mm. But we'll, we'll see. see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. Um, touching on the Raiders quickly as well, of getting pumped by the Tigers fame. Looked, again, no, it's a trial. I know it's a trial. I still have Canberra in sort of my top nine teams you in just, NRL. You just know Raiders will be in the top eight this year. They won't miss any players through Origin. They're not going to miss... They're going to miss Jack White and their best one, bro. Yeah, but that Brad Schneider kid will come straight in and then they'll have Jamal Fogg. Their team will remain unchanged. The only two people that will leave is Papa Lee and Whiten. And, you know, they might not even play. So they might be available to play the games they're away for. They're not in my eight. They're not. I think they, they don't. There's no room, bro. There's I no think, room. I think they're going to be there. Think Just about watch. it. Ready? Just watch Melbourne, me. Roosters, Panthers, Bunnies. Eels, Sharks, Cowboys. That leaves one spot. That leaves one spot. And you can't tell me any of those seven teams won't be there. Do you know what I'm saying? The only team, one spot up for grabs. The only team I could see coming out of that is the Eels. Yeah. And, still and I know we said two weeks ago that, that we don't think the Eels would fall out of the I don't eight. I think they will. They could, but, but I don't think that. Do they're you the generally only, think they will? They're the only one I think... That, that out could. of all those teams that you just mentioned that you think will be in the top eight, they're the only ones I think would fall out. Yeah. You So you think you're, they're not in your eight? No, I'd put them in my eight, but I think if any of the teams were capable of falling yeah. out, it would be them. Yeah. But they'll still be there. But they'll still be there. <laughs> Which leaves one spot for nine teams. Yeah. 
Raiders, mate. I'll be Who the Raiders. else is in that mid tier that I'm forgetting? Manly Raiders. Manly Raiders. Broncos. Broncos. Titans. Bulldogs. See, dude. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, enough of that. Enough NRL. Supercoach or a comp call out. Remember to message us. We'll put something on the story. Yeah. Uh, episode. Uh, the it's going to get made within this week. So probably today. Probably today. So can I? Yeah. Xander might even do it. Maybe. Stay switched on. <laughs> <laughs> um, cricket. Apparently, we played a couple of test matches in India. Who? Uh, Australia. Did we? Did we? Oh, look. I don't know. What a disaster. <laughs> what a absolute, absolute disaster. Like, okay. Couldn't have gone worse. Actually, genuinely couldn't. First test, couldn't have really gone any worse. No, nah, couldn't have gone Couldn't worse. have gone worse. You know, making a bunch of selections that don't work. Didn't need to be made. Didn't need to be made. Didn't work. And then losing pretty dramatically. Worse is... I actually reckon the second one could be worse is making the changes, getting hopeful about being all right, and then getting absolutely smashed. Were we not saying there was so much Freddie Fittler about this? Yeah. And they literally did what Freddie Fittler did. They backtracked on their initial selections, performed slightly better, but it was too little too late. Yeah, it was just – it was rubbish. And you know what? It wasn't even the bowling. The bowling selections were good. Maybe I would have picked Agar over Kuhnman. That doesn't matter because they still ended up bowling quite well. But the batting is just – you're just going, why? Why? Like watching the dismissals, you're just going, why did you do that? Yeah. And, you know, they go they, – these players have so much prep time. They have so much prep, so much preparation playing these games. So much video work probably. Like, like I do not understand. I know it's easier said than done, but they're the number one test team in the world, you know – you battered your whole life. You have to be able to, in some capacity, be, be able to do better than what they're doing right now in those conditions. Because I honestly thought, you know, it's a pretty experienced team. It's an Australian team. Although they haven't played in India, but they've also played in conditions where it has span. It's not like they haven't versed a spinning ball before. They've talked a big talk about, you know, not having the tall game, replicating the conditions, etc. And they just, they've not done it. They've not done it. And, you know. My my observations from this game, second innings with the bat. Yeah. Two two members in double digits. Mm. Trav and Minus. I mm. think the only two that That's got it. above 10. Mm. Um, six dismissals from reverse sweeps. Yep. Um, was hearing a yarn that Cam Green got. A fifty in over in India a couple of years ago, just off reverse sweeping. Uh, and Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka, sure. And it seemed that the whole batting order decided to take on that mentality for whatever reason. I don't. They were all at sea. Carries dismissal, trying to reverse sweep, like out there, back across his body. What are we talking about? I don't know, mate. They oh, just talk about head noise. That was batting with head noise. That literally is all that was. They they. Lost themselves almost. Like India just bowling it in the spot and and they just Australia got themselves out doing stuff like that. But again, it shows you how valuable someone like Cam Green is. Because 
mate, when, if he's healthy, he's playing. Mm. Like, I don't know who's coming out of that team. Pack, um, I don't know who's coming out of the team for that third test. You know, probably will be Davy Warner. Renshaw won't be back. He's had two, two, two cracks at it. Not been that great. Supposed to be a good player of spin. Don't know about that. But Hanscom's been pretty good. He was solid. But it's just, you're just going, watching it almost in an element of just disbelief going, how can it all go so wrong? So then they, even regardless of this test series, it'll be India, Australia versus each other in the World Test Championship over in England. So it'll be interesting to see them both on a neutral setting. So get ready for that. Yeah. Uh, that'll be a great watch. So we're going... India don't even have Boomerah. By the way, yeah, which is the thing, and Boomerah is just kills us, just destroys us. Yeah, again, I'm I'm gonna just try and sweep this entire series under the rug. Have we got the Ashes in June? Do we yeah. look towards that? Yeah, look, I was so pumped for this India series, and I've watched it. I've been very disappointed. Well, because we just pumped. South Africa into the Earth's crust. Yeah, and like, West we Indies. Actually, we need a challenge, and we've gone over to we, India, and they've you know we drew with Sri Lanka, we we smashed Pakistan, we smashed England before that, absolutely riding the highs. Yeah, India have absolutely belted us, humbled back in, us again, again. I just think the Australian team at the moment have so much head noise about India. It's ridiculous. Have we played India at home? No, not in, in ages. They've played twice here and they've beat us both times. We haven't played over there. Game over onto a hard deck, mate. Mate, well, we have and they've smashed us. So we've had them here and they've won. So I just think it's it's all mental at this point. It's all a mental thing. That's my take on it. Yeah. But I won't talk about it any longer because get rattled. Maybe they need to get you over there, mate, and you can do a you can just do a, a TED talk up. on how to deal with head noise. Something I'm very familiar with, so that's all right. Um, that would probably be a good idea. <laughs> um, okay. Bit of football chat. Title race heating up. Uh, City beat Arsenal in the last week or so. Uh, yeah. A City draw 1-1 with Nottingham Forest. Yeah. They should have definitely won that game. Yeah. And then you had Arsenal scoring two 90th minute goals and winning 4-2. United also creeping their way up. I think United – here, let's have a look. It's it's closing in. United are close at an outright third. So United on 49 points. City are on 52. And Arsenal have a game, on hand, game in hand on 54. So, look, it's pretty, pretty, tight, pretty tight stuff. Yeah. Should make for a cracking – Cracking back third of the How season. How many games are left? Uh, still like another... 12? Mm, 15. Or oh, 14. Okay. So another third of the season left. Mm. Look, I'm pumped. I'm absolutely pumped. Especially because United are finally playing well. Yeah. Um. You know, the title race, it's been pretty one-sided for a long time. You know, Liverpool came came and gone. Chelsea have their moments. Yeah. But it's been pretty dominant for a long time by City. Uh, it's also nice to see players like Rashford playing to their potential and Saka also playing some magnificent footy, mm. playing awesome, really driving. A couple of young players really driving these teams. So it's yeah. cool to see them kind of fulfilling their 
potential mm. and entering and be- beginning to start that next generation of superstars. Yeah. So big up. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Good to see. Yeah, great to see. Odegaard himself for Arsenal. Has, he's been great. Yeah. He's been oh, so man. good. What a signing. I'm glad Such he came good. He had to s- think he was at Madrid. They had him at Madrid and they just let him go. Well, they sent him out alone like four times. Mm. Just never really seemed to find his feet. And I wonder what Arsenal identified. I wonder, like, I don't really know how the Odegaard transfer came about. Like, I wonder at what point Wenger, he was identified. And it was in the, he was on loan there initially. Yeah. And then they bought him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steel. Absolute steel. It was like 40 mil, wasn't he? Yeah, something like yeah. Partey, Thomas Partey was cheap as well. He's yeah. a gun. Jorginho like was that. cheap. I like that. They've, I like they've, that about Arsenal. They've they've conducted some some smart business. Yeah, they've got some good players for cheap. Um, Aaron Ramsdale as well has been pretty awesome for them in goals. Yeah, he's been good. Good stuff. But yeah, it's just about us, I think. Yep, just about us and music. Music this week. You uh, picked a great song. Really good song. I'm really happy with your choice. <laughs> this is up your alley. Yeah. Granted, he's cancelled, but um, Flashing Lights by Kanye West. Dude, I was watching. Track. Um, Absolute track. I was watching Sing, yep. that child, that child's movie, kids movie mm. with Kate, mm. and this song was in there. And I was like, dude, this song is it's so a, good. Such a good song. It's just crazy how many good songs Kanye West has. I know. He's he's you're lucky enough you're lucky enough as a musician I feel like to have one or two or a handful of great songs. He one, has yeah. albums, yeah, probably an album or two worth of great yeah. songs. So, well, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is considered like one of the greatest albums of all time. There you go. It's pretty, like he's pretty good at yeah. making music. Yeah, as polarizing as it's, a figure as he is. It's like. just a shame he's now focusing on other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Who knows with that bloke, honestly. All right. That's just about us this week, I think. Yep. All finished up. All wrapped up. Hope you guys enjoyed the new intro. Um, You know, we love it. Big moment for us. We're absolutely stoked with it. Thank you again. Thank you to everyone for listening. My name's Alexander. My name's Cody. Have a great week. (laughs) 